What's going on, my friends? Welcome on out to Behind the Energy Podcast, where we dive into behind the scenes of DJing, entrepreneurship, and all the excitement in between. We got some friends, some cool people joining us, and a lot of fun stories. So without further ado, let's jump into Behind the Energy Podcast. Yo, what is up, party people? We got uh, Jordan from down south. That's right, partner. It's the uh, next episode of Behind the Energy Podcast. Uh, I'm sitting here with uh, J-Baby Johnson. That's me. A.K.A. DJ Scruffy. Uh, Jordan Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Behind the Energy. Jordan, thank you for being here. Dude, I'm so freaking stuck. You didn't have a choice, but like, you know. That's yeah, just, it's pretty much held against my will, but that's all right. That's just how it goes. You look great. I appreciate that. It's a, it's a nice green. Thank you. Um, I wanted to uh, get you on here to... Uh, reminisce and dive back into our friendship and uh and how that's uh intertwined into live entertainment as the company's grown um uh introduce jordan just a little bit uh one of my day one homies uh that we connect on a number of different levels that's right uh uh jordan was it 2015 when we met yes sir 2015. 2015 just graduated high school okay um, before we, before we go into the story, Jordan has been an awesome friend, uh, since 2015, um, as the years progressed and as the company grown, has grown, um, Jordan was, uh, my day one homie and assistant with, uh, live entertainment. So when we do larger events, um, Jordan would come out and he'd own all the lighting, uh, the song requests and, uh, all that fun stuff. Um, and he's, he's almost been more hyped about a live entertainment and DJing than like even myself at times. Uh, so, uh, this is Jordan, uh, and I wanted to take it back now to those early days and the, the excitement in between. So 2015 yeah. is when we met. Mm-hmm. Can you describe a little bit of like how things picked up in our friendship mm-hmm. at that time? Yeah. I think um, our friendship was one of those things that was just, it was bound to happen at some point and it needed to happen. I, uh, the first time I had really, I got, I was introduced to the Andreases, if you will. Huh. Um, I was hanging out with uh, Austin, your older brother and Parker walks in and he goes, Jordan Johnson. Hello. I'm like, Parker, hello. And uh, it was really just from there. Um, uh the beginning of our friendship consisted of Mountain Dew runs, um, skateboarding, believe it or not, the cowboy look. I, I used to skateboard. Um, but uh, yeah, skateboarding and um, listening to Mac Miller. Mac Miller was one thing that uh, we we connected on. Um, and I, that was that was really it, man. I mean, mm-hmm. from there, we, we worked at Lifetime together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Good old so days. We, we began seeing each other quite frequently, pretty quickly. It wasn't one of those mm-hmm. friendships that it was like, oh, grab your number, let's connect. It was like, oh, grab my number so I can send you dank memes later on tonight, <laughs> you know, when, when you're about to fall asleep. <laughs> we don't need to get into that, bro. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> and it really, it just, it, it's, it's been all gas since we, you know, the first time we hang out. And so hmm. I'd say that's just, that's just a little snippet of, of the beginning of that. Yeah, yeah. The, I think you hit the nail on the head, like 
it picked up quick. Mm-hmm. We, we connected on a number of levels very quickly. Um, and uh, Jordan's got some great energy about him. So um, if you don't know him, uh, it's, it's just very noticeable. Uh, and uh, he was ecstatic about what we we're doing DJ-wise. And so uh, when my brother, who was my right-hand man at events, left for his mission, I needed a new assistant. And J-Baby was right there. Um, do you remember the first event we DJed together, Jordan, at Alta? Alta, yeah. It was Sweethearts 2016, um, right there in, what was it, the common area, like the lunchroom area? The old, the old the Alta. The old one, yeah, yeah before yeah. it was, it was just recently remodeled. Yeah. Um, but that was it, and, um, I was super excited because I, I had heard of DJ Live before Parker and I were friends, so I kind of felt like I was hanging out with a celebrity almost. And then he helped me, or asked me to help him, sorry. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he, he he put me on lights that night. And so I ran uh, extension cords to, for power and uh, played with, we had the, the, what would you call it? The, I'll just call it the light switches. But oh, you know, yeah. I, I was DJ light switch, as you DJ will. DJ light night, switch. You know, subbing in for, for Nick. If you know, you know. If you baby. know, you know. And uh, it just it just blew up from there. And so that was the, that was the first event. So it, it blew up, started doing more events together. Yep. Uh, you come proficient, like now it's like, we don't even need to say anything to each other. Right. We show up at the venue, Jordan attacks, I attack. And then an hour and a half, two hours later, we, we party. <laughs> exactly. And then the second we're done, we both attack and then we're done. Exactly. Now that you've uh, come to a number of events, Jordan, how would you uh, describe your role with Team Alive, having that experience coming to events? Like what... Um, what does that look like um, or entail in your own words to provide a little more context to the listeners behind the scenes of the events that we do together? So sorry if I'm hearing your question correctly, just kind of like what I'm doing. Yeah. Right how would you now. describe your role? What My you're role? doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Parker, you know, I, I, I've been amped about DJ live since the beginning. <laughs> um, in fact, I, I used to, to carry, uh, business cards around in my pocket in my truck and I'd give them to people. They'd be like, Hey, I hear you DJ. I'm like, well, no, I don't DJ, but I, I know a DJ. And so then I'd be handing out business cards. I'd be selling services. Um, and recently just with, you know, branding changes, the business cards that I have are, you know, no outdated. good. They're outdated. So yeah. that's, that's the, the past tense, uh, the reason for the past tense, uh, uh vocabulary there. But, um, I mean, now we're, we're active on social media, we're active on Instagram. Um, and so that's, that's part of some of my uh, responsibilities right now is, is putting together Instagram posts, working with Parker on that. Um, but, but at an event, what, what does that look like? Give me just oh, a, at just, an event. Yeah. Give me a sliver. Real at quick. an event. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me a sliver. Say no aside, more. Aside from breaking it down, uh, and dropping it, dropping it low, Tatiana, <laughs> busting it down. Give me give me what that looks like for sure. you at an yeah. event real quick. Okay. So picture this, right? You know, you roll up to the event, you got the exterior, you got the trailer, you know, you're at, you're at a high school and it's immediately unloading that trailer, getting everything set up, um, doing, you know, quick, uh, uh, sound checks, lighting checks, making sure everything's ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout the night, it's um, really just making sure that Parker or whoever is DJing that night is able to just be in their zone, do their thing. Mm-hmm. It's my responsibility to take the song requests. Um, you know, any if if people come up, 
they they lost a phone or they found a phone and they want to want to turn it in so we we take care of that if the administration at a school mm-hmm. or um the wedding planner at an event per se um needs an announcement done or has questions um i i usually try and and let parker handle that just just so it's direct there's no middleman but my responsibility responsibility to facilitate either taking you know what they have to say or waiting for a good time where Parker's not in the zone and can, you know, facilitate whatever's going on. And so really just being the middleman, um, security, if we need it, you know, I'm, I'm no small guy. I'm, I'm six foot two, 265 pounds. And so if we need security, I'm on it. But, uh, that's, that's what I would say is, is, is just a snippet of, of my role with, Mm -hmm. with assisting in, Mm -hmm. in, uh, events. Mm Um, you left out all the lighting though, bro. Our our dope lighting. Yeah, the lighting has progressed in the world oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. We don't need to go to too much detail, but uh, in uh, in combination with mm-hmm. uh, helping facilitate communication and taking requests and whatnot, uh, Jordan's also helping uh, manipulate the light show uh, at these these dances. Um, so it is coordinated with the music. Yeah. Um, it helps build the atmosphere. Um, in addition to your presence and dancing with me or the other DJ, mm-hmm. uh, that adds to the energy and the excitement. Right. So we, I wanted to make sure we didn't leave that out. Of course, we do it all on an iPad now. It's pretty yeah. sweet. No, yeah. lo- no more, uh, you know, light switch bar or anything like that. It's all, dig- you know, all digital and we can do so many different variations. Honestly, it's been pretty cool to see, you know, from the the 2016 Sweethearts Dance at Alta to, mm-hmm. to what it is now. I mean, it's progressed astronomically. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe a fun side story like we'd literally flip switches on for light fixtures to turn on it was not like intelligent lighting and you get to know like the delay from turning the switch on to when the strobes go off like if it's point second you know right before the drop comes on you gotta flip that on like exactly that's how it was you you knew you had to flip the the mushrooms first (laughs) and then the strobes and the light bars because the the mushrooms had a little delay and you had to make sure everything was timed right thank you it was was a science thank you (laughs) All the events we've done together, is there one that's been the most memorable? And if so, give me give me Definitely. a little taste of that. Um, I'd say my my most favorite event. I, what's hard is nine times out of ten the school dances are fun. Mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. um, there's some you know technicalities of school dances that can make them more difficult than others. But most of the time, nine times out of ten those school dances are fun. But if I were to mm-hmm. pick one, um, it's it was. Hillcrest High School's prom. Mm-hmm. Um, what year was that? Twenty. That was twenty sixteen. Yeah, because I was right before I left on my church mission. Wow. Twenty sixteen Hillcrest prom. Um, it was at the the big barn down at uh, Thanksgiving Point, and I just remember being out there. And what, what's what's cool about that venue is that we had a stage, mm-hmm. and so we, you kind of felt already pretty cool you felt like steve aoki or like you're you elevated know. there's a different dynamic exactly yeah. you know you felt like you're a celebrity mm-hmm. you know and so we we were you know it was just it was awesome and one thing about school dances is there's sometimes there's a lot of groups in school dances mm-hmm. you know friend groups dancing together which is fine you know no i don't mean that in a judgmental way but that's just the reality of it yeah. um but this this dance specifically was everybody was partying together. And mm-hmm. right there at the end, Parker was like, you know, he, he went on the mic and, and brought every, everybody to the front. Everybody came together. And, and I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. like 
every single soul that was in that in that venue nobody was left out and uh everybody came close together and we were playing yeah times three or yeah mm-hmm. three times mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the three x three yeah. x yeah and right as that that song drops we we blasted off some confetti cannons everybody was just partying like crazy mm-hmm. um and the vibes were high the energy was high mm. it was it was awesome it was definitely the most memorable one and I, I remember when we were uh, breaking down all the equipment that night, we had dozens of people come up to us. Like, that was awesome. Easily the best dance. And uh, later on, I, I, I went on a, a church mission mm-hmm. for, for the church I, I go to. And uh, when I was on this mission, um, some, some other missionaries that were there, uh, we connected and found out that they went to high school at Hillcrest High School and we're at that prom. And so mm. we were able to talk about it. And they, again, you know, that, at that point it was a year, year and a half later, they're like, that was my favorite school dance I've, mm. we've ever had. And mm. I was like, that's sweet. You know, and to, to be in a completely different realm of life and be able to relate back in to that state. in a different state, yeah. you know, um, it was definitely the most memorable dance I've ever, well, the funnest one, I should say we've, we've got, yeah. we've, we've got some good ones, but that was the funnest mm. one I had ever done. You're taking me back a little bit, dude. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Just a little bit of a different energy at that time. It, it was, it was different. It was, it was a lot different. Um, but it was, it was good energy. Mm-hmm. Nothing but, nothing but good vibes. Bangers only, baby. That's right. Uh, so, Jordy, considering you, this is, I guess, a little bit of a similar question, mm-hmm. but considering your history with Team Alive and uh, working a number of events together, I, I don't even know it. I'd like to do the math one of these days, but try and figure out that number. <laughs> yeah. um, what's something that you have learned being a part of Team Alive that you don't think many party goers or guests would think of or know? Hmm. That's a that's a good question. Um, I mean, for starters, how to to wind up a, uh, an extension cord properly. That's that's probably the, it's gonna keep coming up, bro. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I think that's, it's okay. I, I wind up my rope when I, when I, uh, cowboy, uh-huh. I wind up my rope the same way mm-hmm. and just cause it releases better. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> I think it's, that's, that's been kind of essential and something of, you know, I don't know. You always have extension cords <laughs> laying around and they're either going to be a hot mess or they're going to be put up real nice. And so I'm glad to say thanks to Parker, you know, my, my extension cords in my garage are going to look real good, but um, oh gosh! I I think another thing I've learned um, that you know not necessarily guests understand um, is what goes into the production of of an event. Um, okay. I mean, I remember, and I, hopefully I'm answering your question. If not, you know, let me know. But I remember going to school dances when I was in high school, and just you know, oh man, you know. Marcus Wing's got a lot of lights, you know, because he was he was a popular mm-hmm. uh, DJ. I mean, still is, but mm-hmm. um, as far as the high school I went to, he DJed a lot of our, our school dances, and yeah. I just remember seeing a, a lot of lights and and things like that. I didn't really pay too much attention to it, other than mm-hmm. it was blasting me in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, uh, being on the other side of that, being you know, setting up these lights, um, controlling them, hiding cables, things like that, mm-hmm. to to make it look good. Um, it kind of makes me more uh, analytical, 
when I go to like concerts or things like that. Yeah, Cause you, you, I, I, I'm looking at their trussing yeah. and what they've got set up and I'm like, dang, you know, what are mm-hmm. they doing there? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, you know, mm-hmm. hide those cables, but no, it's, but it, I think the respect for large production, um, uh, events is it's, it's definitely increased and huh. taught me, uh, throughout over these few years or many years, um, just what looks good, what doesn't. And mm-hmm. the, how, how good it feels when, when your, your lights are all in sync and your cables are hidden and everything, everything just runs like, smoothly. Everything runs night. smoothly. Exactly. Uh, it's, I think it's funny that you now have this like different perspective when you go to any like performance or show or whatever now. Um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like there's a lot that does happen behind the scenes, like what you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, that many people are not aware of. And I, I feel like just this desire to like educate and share like, yeah. you know, the back end stuff, because yes, we're partying and we're dancing, we're having fun, mm-hmm. but this is, this very much is a business and, and there's a lot of fine details, uh, that uh, are in play and go into yeah. play to deliver these these end results of a killer dance floor. You know, when you're when you're going to a party, you're you're expecting the result of all the work, right? That the energy, the killer music, the really rad production, um, and so uh, I I just have this this like desire to like shed light on yeah. some behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and so that that's like also kind of an aim for this podcast too. Yeah. Um, shed light on behind the scenes of what makes all these successful events happen. So yeah, definitely. Uh, Jordy, thanks for that. And hopefully you can process that in a way that makes much sense. <laughs> um, I think as we dive into more episodes, uh, people will be able to get a further grasp on that. But yeah. uh, Jordy, I want to, I want to wrap up with one more question. Mm-hmm. You too. I mean, yes, you're a part of team alive. You're an entrepreneur yourself. Um, I want to open it up a little bit more, not just like DJ specific, mm-hmm. but entrepreneurship as a whole. Yeah. If you were to give advice to a young entrepreneur uh, who has an idea or uh, hasn't quite acted on it, mm-hmm. um, is hesitant for whatever reason, mm-hmm. uh, what what would uh, that advice be? What would a little tip or um, suggestion you'd give to this entrepreneur be? Definitely. Um, I I heard a, a quote a couple years ago. And it was, you were the CEO of your own life, mm-hmm. hire and fire accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I full heartedly believe in that. And I full heartedly believe in the people that you surround yourself with mm-hmm. will determine the success that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dwayne Johnson says, if you focus on you, you grow. If you focus on shit, shit grows. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language there, but that's just quoting there. And, and so you got to really focus on you. And no shame in that, no shame in being alone, you know, um, working on yourself, working on your idea, um, because it just takes one idea to, 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 to blast you off, you know, into success. And so I would say, you know, really, if I could, if I could pinpoint one thing, it's surround yourself with a good group of people Okay. and, and feed off of their success as well as project your success too. And be able to um, bounce ideas, work together, um, receive uh, constructive criticism, mm-hmm. um, because that's 
if, if we're, if we're not willing to change, then we're never going to be successful. Hmm. We got to be willing to change. We got to be willing to be, uh, in, you know, in the, the growth zone, not in the comfort zone. We want to be, be pushing that, that growth zone. I like it. And, uh, be willing to grow and change. And it all comes down to, you know, being surrounded by successful people too. And I'm not talking, you know, people who, who are entrepreneurs or who, who make a lot of money. It's just like positive thinking, motivated individuals, whether that be in the gym or be in business or be with, you know, building relationships with family, people who, who project, you know, positivity, um, in their own lives is who you want to, you know, surround yourself with. To just, uh, reiterate maybe mm-hmm. uh teach back what i just think i heard sure uh surround yourself with people that motivate you or you want to be mm-hmm. like or push you to become your for the, your, your your best self mm-hmm. and also uh there's there's no shame in, in focusing on yourself yeah uh and uh and honing in on your skills uh and leaning into your passions mm-hmm. did i get that right absolutely I got it right. Yeah. No, okay. Totally. Okay. I was trying to like like bring that all together mm-hmm. full circle. Yeah. Little, I, little I, kinda, I kinda ran rambled a little bit. There, I but. ramble. I'm probably one of the best at rambling, unfortunately. So <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, you, you put it all together there. Thank you. Thank you. Um well that uh that's just about a wrap. Uh I just I wanted to uh, get Jordy on here uh to dive behind the scenes of one of the one of the people in my very close circle who has allowed Alive Entertainment to grow to where it is today over the past couple of years. Um, seriously, Jay, baby, you, you've been more hyped about DJ Alive and Alive Entertainment, Team Alive, oh my goodness. Uh, than, than, than a lot of people. And um, uh, you've, you've been there on many occasions when I, when I need an extra hand. And um, I just appreciate you, Jordy. I got your back, Parker. I, I can't wait to look back on this episode. Uh, five or so years and see what we're doing now that's right reflect on that that'll be dope DJ Scruffy baby that's right man (laughs) DJ Scruffy with a K that uh, is a wrap my friends we got J Baby in the house aka DJ Scruffy Uh, Parker Andrews DJ Alive Uh, catch you for next episode of Behind the Energy Podcast